0: Well, hey, hey, y'all, as you know, this podcast is a passion project that has exceeded our expectations, and that's all thanks to you.
1: Yes, the constant research, recording, and creating content for you is truly a labor of love, but it also requires a lot of focus and
2: energy. Sure does. So you know we're always looking for natural and healthy ways to supplement both. That's right. I mean, we love our coffee, but this can be too much of a good
0: thing. We want something that keeps us focused, not jittery, not scattered. And that's what this little product has done for us, Magic Mind.
1: This little shot, when you take it in the mornings along with your coffee, has really helped our focus and productivity. Even my husband has said that it is. he's noticed a difference, like not needing his afternoon CS And he just took my last shot yesterday.
2: Yeah, sorry, this is mine. <laughs> This is a small but mighty little product that combines matcha tea for energy, adaptogens for relaxation, nootropics for focus, and honey just to keep it sweet and make you happy.
1: We are so excited. We wanted to share the love with y'all. If you want to go to magicmind.com think, you can learn more about the science, which you know is what we love. Yes, that's
0: right. And if you want to give it a whirl, we have a discount code for you, a promo code. It's THINK. T-H-I-N-K, you can get 56% off your first subscription or if you just want to make a one-time purchase, 20% off, so go check it out.
2: Check it out and cheers. cheers. Cheers.
0: welcome to just think the podcast this is holly and amy and Kristen, and today we're coming at you with more of the headlines we were just talking before we hit record that this this month we feel like we're at a breaking point we don't know if you our listeners are at a breaking point but it's like we are ready to stop the insanity the gaslighting the lies the propaganda i mean at this point if you can't see The lies and propaganda that are infiltrating our media and our government, no accountability for lying to we, the people, no no accountability or repercussions for that. And it's looking more and more like the corruption runs deep and has happened for such a very, very long time. But we're also seeing how corporations, it's basically all tied to money and power, whether it's the government, whether it's corporations or both, or people. It's all tied to money and power, and it's all coming at our expense. And the reason why we started this podcast is really because we wanted to have these conversations that these people are telling us we can't have, that mm-hmm. they are discouraging it, they're shadow banning it. We wanted to have these conversations and invite you on the into these conversations, not because we think we figured it all out, but we figured out enough to know they're lying. They're lying to us. And this is our search for what is true. And so today we want to tell you what we're finding. We want to ask you, what do you know? And what are you doing about it? I mean, listen, we, we get on this podcast every week and we talk about it um, and we, we try to put it out there to inform you and to inspire thought, but also activity. So are you having these conversations with your networks? You don't have to do a podcast, but are you having these conversations and asking questions? Because the more people who are awakened to the truth about what's really happening the better and the reason we know that this is happening is just look at what's happening to target and bud light right now y'all want to start there girls what's the latest
2: <laughs> wow well, the, the latest latest like hot off the press just now oh no it went away but something about jp morgan chase um that, holly you're more of like the stock person that understands <laughs> all that stuff but, um, I guess this is kind of a big deal on wall street that, um, it says breaking JP Morgan officially downgraded target stock amid rising concerns. Mm-hmm. So they lose their bull rating at JP Morgan. Yeah. Um, so I guess maybe that's like really kind of a big deal and probably yeah, something yeah. that never ha- has happened to target in their, probably their history. So. Target targets
0: done so well for so long. Right. Yeah. And uh, understandably so. It's it's a household brand. It is a household name. It is, um, you know, uh, to, to be honest with you, you have to ask yourself. And same with Bud Light. And so let's just for the listeners, in case you didn't know, Target went so far in on Pride Month um, and the and the transgender activism, Pride activism that is June, the month of June here in the United States, um, that they made uh, stuff for children. OK, they made uh, transgender and pride stuff for like infants, toddlers, children. And um, where the kickback happened, it was not just that they had some um, satanic um, attire for children
1: as well. And, and can just can I say it's not just, hey, words on on the clothes like they actually had tuck friendly um, bathing suits or
2: in like uh, it, light, for light kids binding, like chest binding, yeah, like for kids. for kids. Okay. Can we just make it clear though? That like, I mean, at least I, I'm speaking for myself. I'm probably speaking for y'all. Like I don't give a crap what adults do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like if, if if there's an adult pride section and, and you want to wear rainbows and you want to wear a tough friendly bathing suit and you want to wear a shirt that says I'm right. Yes. Go for it. Like that is not where our issue lies. Our issue lies when it is, you know, at the very front of the store, looking all luring the, I mean, younger kids are going to be automatically like, Ooh, I mean, you see all the colors and everything. And it's just like queer, queer everywhere, which that was a word back in the day that was completely offensive. I don't know how that came back around, but anyway, <laughs> now it's not, apparently it's all ever onesies. Yeah. And that's where the issue is. Right. Yeah. That's it, and, just, and this there, <laughs> just to let you know, because actually, our our mother in
1: law and mom, my mom, we were just actually talking to them about this other day. They had no idea what was going on, so we just wanted to fill you in if you did not know what was going it's, on. It, yeah. it is the
0: promotion of these uh, movements to children. I think that's where the drag shows to children. You know where where the line in the sand is for I think a lot of America is. What you do as an adult is your business, okay? Whether, whether we all agree with their biased decisions or not, it doesn't matter. You gotta have freedom as long as it's not hurt, harming someone else. But when you start promoting this to children, you're walking such a dangerous line. And I know people consider the word grooming a conservative phrase or word, but the reality is, is that grooming is a very real thing for pedophiles to normalize sexualized behavior to children to make them an easier
2: prey. And can two is that pride is about sexual orientation. Yes. Pride is, is. about celebrating your sexual Sexuality. orientation, your gender, your sexual identity, all this stuff like. So why are why do kids have to be involved with that at, at all? At, at all. all. <laughs> we do not understand that. That is a mystery to us. Right um
0: yeah we, we we just don't understand and uh i don't know if any of you guys follow um a guy on instagram called conservative aunt but he is actually um you know he's a conservative gay man you'll you'll sometimes see him featured on um gays gays against groomers if you follow that uh that instagram handle but there's a lot of conservative voices speaking out, gay people who are speaking out against this saying, and here's why they're doing it. And I just want to be really clear why a lot of them are saying they're doing it. One, they care about children, but two, they, they're like, you're going to wreck the rights we have fought for, for ourselves. Because now we're all grouped in with this label, LGBTQI+, whatever it is. And when, when one of us goes rogue and does something that can be detrimental to society, it, it we all get lumped in with it, and they're very concerned of how the pushback is going to be against them, right? And I think that is a really good point to make, mm-hmm. right, is that you do, unfortunately, we do put labels on people, and, and we know what that's like, and the three of us hate those labels, but it happens. You just don't want to be lumped in with the group who is targeting Children with sexualized
2: content. Right, right. They're setting themselves back. Right, decades. Right. I mean, yeah. all, all for to I mean, me, for their relationships to be normalized in society, for them to live freely, to love who they want to love. Yep. Right. And it's going sideways. It is. That's right.
0: Um, but but Aunt talks about it because, of course, you know there are the TikToks going around where they're talking about how Trump, um, had the gay the gay uh, pride merchandise. Mm-hmm. This and so they're saying conservatives are such hypocrites because Trump promoted pride. Yeah. I, Trump, I think was a if you look at policy was a good ally to the gay community. Um but they're saying that it's hypocritical and ant and I think addresses this so well. You you guys mind if I play this real quick? Yeah, yeah, please do. All right, check it out. Hopefully it's gonna play for us. The
3: same to Donald Trump when he sold Pride merch. Yeah that's right. Trump sold Pride oh little coffee talk with the community and bunnies how are you aunt nice to meet no okay so anyways real quick i a thought you guys said he didn't support the community that's funny because you found the merch now didn't you <laughs> yeah you sure did two none of it was for children you see how that goes it's not for children that's the issue see that's why parents are mad because it's not it's geared towards children that merch wasn't
0: Mm-hmm. so there's that
3: I tell you
1: yep
0: so that's the point and I think that's what's getting lost here that because it's just too easy to call someone who is not a far left or on the left it's too easy to call them a bigot a transphobe and to call them names than to actually hear the point that they're trying to make which is we have a duty as adults in mm-hmm. this country and certainly just a moral a moral duty to protect children from predators and that's mm. not calling all you know, it, it's not calling gay people or transgender people predators. There's predators in every demographic.
2: Yes. but the fact that you are, encouraging stop, talking with children like, about sexual orientation at mm. a young age like why are you doing that? Are you their parent? Are you it just shouldn't be on a t-shirt on display in a store like these are conversations that just you know,
1: It's just like the books, like when Rev, you know, Rev, John, I or whatever was reading it at the school board meeting. It's like these books that are in there for elementary school where adults can't even listen to someone reading what's in these books out loud, but yet it is geared towards children. It is in public school libraries. And you know, like it is, this is where we have to draw the line. We always say there's a slippery slope, but we just have to like hold the line. Would you you ever buy your
2: kids a t-shirt that was like, I'm straight I'm like or anything that has to do with sexual orientation that wasn't ha, didn't have to do with pride but it just had to do with some kind of sexual gender or anything right like, you just well, I can't
0: imagine putting even on my children um you know under the age of uh, well gosh under the age of 18 I can't imagine buying my children any kind of t-shirt that was sexualized content right right I, straight gay well any of it like Not it's right. inappropriate right It's just inappropriate. There were thousands of years we called this inappropriate, thousands of years. And now suddenly we're gonna say we should normalize this for 1% of a population that we think, I mean, again, this is, if we could all go back to you should be kind to people who are different than you. You should not be violent. You should not be malicious towards them. But we have got to be honest about how for thousands of years, we called a lot of things And I'm gonna specifically talk about transgender, people feeling like they were not in the right body. We called that mental illness. Now, why did we suddenly decide that it wasn't? Mm -hmm. Because it is delusional to say, I'm not a woman if you have those chromosomes, or to say, I'm not a man if I have those chromosomes, because biologically you are. Now, if you feel a different way and you wanna dress a different way, or you wanna have surgeries as an adult, that is your freedom to do it in this country. That is your freedom to do it. But I do think that if we get away from trying to give mental health to people who are struggling with this, what is, what is the consequence of that? Because historically, there's been very high suicide rates. There's a lot of people who went through transitioning that now regret it. Yes. Just, where is the mental uh, help piece of this? Where is the counseling?
1: In- it's therapy? not just us that have not transitioned. The, these are people who have transitioned and are de-transitioning and are realizing they yes. made a huge mistake. And not yes. only that they made a huge mistake, but they were almost like, I mean, not almost like basically coerced and encouraged by the physician. The, that was, yes. Affirmed. they and, and the parents were even felt like, okay, this is the only thing I'm going to do, or my kid's going to kill themselves. Yes. So many of them are coming out saying that. And it's like, where are they getting this yes. from? And so many of them are saying, had we actually addressed my mental health? I had look back and known that this was actually, this was a mental health issue, but now they can't take it back. Right. That's what we're that. saying. That's exactly what we're saying
0: is that there has to be that component in the care given to people who feel that I feel tremendous compassion for, by the way, if you feel like you're not in your right body, that there has to be help given. And it has to include, I, as it has historically up until the last decade or two, the mental health component. The counseling, because again, we have like, now you see these videos everywhere, but these people who say I went through transitioning, no one ever gave me any counseling. It was literally, it went from, I think I'm a boy to, okay, well, let's start, let's start the hormone treatment. And that's, that is very frightening. That is not not
1: giving fully informed consent.
0: Largely,
2: those stories are still being very suppressed and and they're very in the dark. Many people don't know, you know, these, all these stories of detransitioners saying this did nothing for my mental health. It made it worse. I'm more yep. suicidal now. I have no sexual function at all. Mm-hmm. I, have, you know, I have to go to the doctor three times a week for the rest of my life, all of these things. But yet the only narrative that you hear all the time is we have to help trans kids or else they're going to commit suicide. We have to help trans kids or else they're going to commit suicide. Well, right. you, and to, you know, look at the other side of that coin. It's out uh, there, go find it.
0: Well, yeah. in Bud Light, um, they, they see $27 billion gone. This was 16 hours ago. Bud Light parent Anheuser-Busch mm-hmm. 27 billion dollars gone shares near bear market okay now they and i know at some clubs they are giving away but like i think we talked about this last time because they can't even sell it so um it, so it says america's national beer this is yahoo finance could soon be mexican y'all know that it's Modelo is about to take over a mexican beer the number one beer in america Go ahead, but, Amy. I
2: was going to say, I, I just texted you the video of Kevin O'Leary. Um, yes. put it on our, our Instagram. But um, there was another longer clip that was also really great. Um, yes. But this is the shorter one. But anyway, um, he's the guy from Shark Tank, very smart businessman. And I just loved what he said about what companies do when they make these decisions to go in, all in on a partisan issue. So Holly, are you going to play? It?
1: Do you, can
0: yes. you play? It? Um, sure can. Amy, did you send me? Yep, there we go. Thank you.
3: So the lesson learned and what everybody should think about in every consumer product category, when you take polarized positions on any narrative, you are going to alienate 50% of your consumer 100% of the time. So if you're willing to do something very controversial because you think it's going to go viral in a positive way, you need to analyze the downside in a negative way as well. In consumer goods and services, Republicans drink beer, Democrats drink beer, some believe in the gender neutrality, some don't, but they all consume your product. So if you know that with certainty and you have billions of dollars of capitalization at stake, why would you go down that road in the first place?
0: Yeah, and, and, and I think one thing I read, maybe it was the New York Times or Wall Street Journal that. Bud Light did not anticipate the boycott lasting this long. So to those of us who have not been buying Bud Light, which I'm, I'm going to be a jerk and say it was bad beer to start with if you ask me, but that's just my opinion. Um, if you have stopped buying Bud Light to make a point, you know, hold the line on this yeah. one. And I hate cancel culture. And this is the thing that bugs me about it is I don't want to have to do this. But right. if but but if I don't say I can't buy this while you are using a transgender boy who, by the way, just came out and said he is now attracted to girls. Okay, so let's let me back up. Dylan Mulvaney, this yeah. social media influencer who was chosen to give a nod to Bud Light, which is what caused the the the, the protests. It, this poor boy. Uh, and I mean that this kid, man, I don't know how old he is, but he's young, who dresses as a female, identifies as a girl or woman, not sure which, and he now says, I just came out to my parents as a lesbian. Do we need mental counseling and coaching here? Do, what do you got? Do you all think we just,
1: there needs yeah. to be something. So because- I guess he's a, he's a boy. That feels like he's in the wrong body so he still wants to be a girl but, but he he's attracted her. to girls so, so is well, that i he mean he came out know, as
0: gay first it, right to his parents he came out as gay then transgender if i understand this correctly and i could be wrong but this is his parents were like wait we thought you were gay
2: right I mean, so like, this is like, he's very confused and he's also really probably, uh, seems like enjoying this, uh, attention rise to fame Mm -hmm. and the more shocking he can be
1: and the more attention we give him. I mean, although we're
2: sitting here talking
1: about it, but we're just letting you know,
2: but it's just like, yeah, that adds a whole new layer to transgender when you are a certain sex and then you, you transition, but then you're attracted. Yeah. Because
0: by the way, we should say there are transgender people who, like, for example, um, Caitlin Jenner, who says, I am attracted to women still. So he's a biological man. I'm still attracted to women. So we're not saying transgender does right. not mean gay.
1: Right.
0: Transgender does not mean gay. I think, though, the confusion for Dylan was when he shared that his parents were shocked because they thought
1: uh, he was, was gay. gay and transgender. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Well, he was like, gay as a boy, but gay. now he's lesbian as a boy turned girl.
2: Yeah. And if you. <laughs> Like, I mean, right. would, his, would his girlfriend be a lesbian or would his okay. girlfriend be straight? Because, like, okay, does he still have a penis? Do, is yeah. he true? Yeah, okay. yeah he's he surgery. He, he didn't, didn't have his surgery. bottom surgery. Okay, okay. Yeah. so if he has a girlfriend, yeah, he's basically dating a man who wears girls' clothes. Yes. So then that I mean she has to be straight at that point? Because, like, yeah. you wouldn't be having sex with a man if you were a lesbian you know, all this stuff, you know, you know, fluid, as they say, and I'm like, I am or, so, yeah, you do like the non-binary, which you're like, I'll just, or like the ones who just, they're like, uh, I'm just gender it with fluid anything. and non-binary, which means, I mean, there,
0: there's no label on it. There's no, it's a free, I mean, for all it's all.
1: either a fake thing or a real thing, whatever it is, they're, they <laughs> whatever, whatever our preference is.
2: We
0: don't know how that happens. Well, can we just talk about though, while we're on the subject, then we can move along. Cause again, can we just say, obviously we know when we discuss this, we know we are toeing a line here that like nobody wants to cross and nobody wants to talk about. Our goal is to normalize conversations, the right to be wrong, the right to get it right, to investigate, to ask questions and to say what we think. And
1: it's just I have the question while we're trying to figure it
2: out. Yeah, like like just, the, just walk through because this because it is. Like, I literally is
4: want bad? to
1: understand. Like yeah. we yeah. this like we do want to understand. Real yeah. We want to understand. And
0: and I will say again, because I'm the one who'll probably be the most like sometimes like what in the world. I feel sorry for everybody that's struggling with something that is different. I I, I do. And we all have stuff, right? I feel I have compassion. But I think when we culturally embrace. Things we have to be careful what we culturally embrace and whether it's really good for the person and then good for society to embrace in a very specific way. In other words, what I'm saying is if a girl is anorexic and we say, well, she identifies as you know a fat person, so let's allow her to make choices that only exacerbate her anorexia. None of us would say that we should do that. And I think we have to just go back to the mental illness components, or the mental challenges that are around all of these issues to make sure we're doing right by the people, by these individuals. I'm not just talking about our culture. Are we doing right by people? And that's where I'm not convinced that we are. I'm just
2: exactly. not. Exactly.
0: Okay. So uh, the good morning, Britain, or whatever it is with
1: Pierce. Pierce Lori, and- <laughs> oh, this
0: about blew my head
2: off. Oh. I
1: was
2: like so confused.
1: So this this is just interesting. I will say to preface this they are interviewing a non binary person um and you'll you'll hear all that but and this is just these are just a few clips from this segment it's only like 15 minutes but obviously we're not going to play all that for you but it I will say that the the person they were interviewing was very calm yes and very she like I like, still want to say she, I know I do too, because but, but I think it's a, they. A they. and that's, yeah. it's still hard for me. And they even talk about this, but we won't play this clip where it's hard to call somebody they in a plural se- That's, I know it's it like is like plural. Cool. So please don't think that like we're being, you know, offensive, no. like literally well, it's hard for me so. to say, they talking about one person, but they, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, they actually handled this interview very themselves. well. They, I mean, it there really was, was a very like, Them and I you, you do start you understand like how they are thinking but it's also still very under hard to understand how they're thinking but it it was it, it was interesting they handled themselves very well very well
0: but they yes. also
2: had a little like air like to me there was like this arrogance like how can you not understand what I'm saying right yeah like, yeah like,
0: um, there's an intolerance
2: there's like an intolerance like looking down on people who don't understand I think there's like this elitist like you're so beneath me that you can't understand this. Right. Process. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. The I
0: got. Well, and and again, I think another point that comes up here is when we say we can identify as we choose. Then what do you start doing when people say, "I identify um, as a 15 year old," and I, so therefore I want that's to happening. be sexually, I want to be sexually involved with other 15 year olds, but you're 45, right? Right. Like so that that's where I, there's just. Again, you have to have a basis of truth and fact and science that that we can agree on, and I, and and it's just when we say slippery slope, just wait. Well,
2: and just, the, thing with this, the thing with this clip is that that you know this this person, yeah. um, it's not just them, they, her, him, that yeah. is the, the he, he, they have kids, okay, yeah. they have children who they are teaching this to yeah so is that right like should you be like i don't know I, it's not like we ever forced talking about anything that has to do with straight like to our kids right did you mm-hmm. ever even have these conversations no, no. Wait, y'all just, just
1: listen, listen. To just, just listen, listen to this i think i sent them in order
5: heard of people who identify as non-binary using the pronoun they or their instead of he or she Um, But what about this, having a
2: baby instead of a baby? It's a new term that some parents are using to show that they're bringing up their offspring gender-neutral. It's a very interesting situation. Um, Just tell us a little bit about um, sparrow. Are you able to even say how sparrow was, you know, what gender sparrow was born? Or is that something you avoid talking about altogether?
4: Well, you know, the whole point of gender is that we don't know Sparrow's gender yet, um, as far as what their anatomy is. Uh, We do choose to keep that private, you know, to a a short list of uh, caregivers.
2: Now, this was um, not the situation, was it, with um, Hazel,
5: who was your first child? Because Hazel you did bring up in, um, you know, as as a little girl.
4: Well, I did assign binary pronouns to Hazel initially, yes. Uh, and then when they were older, they articulated a preference for using they, them pronouns.
5: Right. Yeah. Just, just so I get my head around, it's obviously very complicated. Um, not to okay. you, but it's complicated to me. So let me try and just lay this out. Explain your domestic setup. You're You're married. Is that right?
4: Uh, yes, uh, I'm in a multi-adult family. There's three of us that are raising uh, two children, uh, an eight-year-old and my one-year-old.
5: And, you, and how would you describe yourself? You, are, you were born biologically uh, am, male, yeah, or how would you describe it? I'm
4: non-binary. It? Yeah, I'm non-binary, which means that yeah, I don't identify as a male. Okay, there's part one.
0: Now, let's just go ahead and continue this, because we want you to hear Um, Wait,
4: childism is uh, the normalization of the mistreatment of children just because they're young, you know, like uh, assuming that they can't uh, have opinions or ideas, you know, that they can't, you know, obviously they do need guidance and structure, but mistreating them or treating them like property or denying their identity and autonomy.
5: So giving a child a gender because of its anatomy, assuming that they're boy or girl or giving them a name, all that would be childism from your point of view
4: Uh, not giving them but forcing them to use them regardless of what the child wanted so if a three-year-old child
5: decides i'm no longer a boy or girl i'm no longer going to be called bob i want to be called doris whatever it may be the three-year-old child decides to do that and i object and say no your name is bob not doris and you're a boy not a girl at three then i'm guilty of childism
4: potentially yes one more. Okay.
0: Oh wait, Kristen. Amy sent it. Oh, Amy got it. Okay, thank you. And,
4: when and did Zero Hazel having a preference? Yeah. When did
5: Hazel decide uh, that she was no longer going to be a girl?
4: Uh, Hazel decided that they were non-binary when they were about four. They had been exploring a gender before that. You know, uh, it trying on different pronouns experimenting with different names uh but they picked they them pronouns and chose the name hazel when they see
5: were Aubrey, with, with the greatest of respect uh i have a seven-year-old daughter right when she was four years old her main decision of the day was whether to watch Pepper pig or frozen she had not a clue mm-hmm. what about gender identity or non-binary or any of this stuff um and i put it to you that this wasn't this wasn't hazel's idea was it this was your idea You decided that Hazel had gender issues that she needed to address, and you persuaded your daughter that she was no longer to be a girl, didn't she?
4: I mean, I personally don't agree with that assertion, but I can see how that could be misconstrued.
2: So just to wrap that clip up, just to give context to what her explanation was, because it was a little bit longer. She says she can see how it's misconstrued. She she gave an example like, let's say that your dad was a concert pianist. So you as a child being exposed to piano at a young age and having a piano in your home and hearing your dad play the piano, and then you may have a tendency to be a pianist or being really good at the piano because it's just part of your culture at your house. Mm-hmm. So that's why Hazel has tried on pronouns and gender, blah, blah, because she is raised in a family that this is front and center, a part of their lives is this gender fluidity and she's met so many people that coming in and out of her house that who knows what their gender is versus their anatomy versus their sexual preference like it's all just and this is a
1: multi-adult situation. family is right. one of the other terms she said um so there are three adults adults i mean i don't know what uh, don't non- know. Bi- non-binary or whatever oh, yes, so, in there yeah. so so the kids are being raised with three parents and then so is that nor- that's normalizing that I guess for, for them but for she, them she
2: thinks that's just as normal as if you had a piano in your home and your dad was a concert pianist that you might gravitate to playing the piano.
1: and yeah and then of course the term babies instead of babies Oh,
2: that was the other thing in the, the other part we just need to put this clip on rumble I know but um one of the things peers asked was well then what does Hazel call sparrow Like, Mm -hmm. because Sparrow is just a they, nobody Mm -hmm. knows the gender. And um, she said, he called, they call them baby sibling. So not brother or sister, but baby sibling. Baby sibling. If somebody's like, who is that? That she, he, they would say. It's just just a very
1: interesting, very, very interesting conversation. But,
2: but it's just like, there are so many families maybe that are living this way. Maybe, maybe not so many. But like yeah. what's going to happen 15 20 years down the road when these kids that, are adult? I just that, that, that's like where it's just like <clears throat> uh, how is this going to be Well, and gonna- also if that's
1: all you're focusing on, yeah.
2: how is this like, going to be
1: I don't know. And maybe they're that's not all they're focusing on, but it's just like I don't know like to start talking about that young all of this, you know? I mean, because it's not just gender, it's sexual orientation.
2: These are this is well, the future generation coming up.
0: That that's the future generation and also in nature i don't care what people say in nature we see male and female sexes in nature and that's what helps procreation right so you look at birds if i look in my own backyard right now right you got birds you got alligators you got snakes um you got turtles right i mean deer okay it requires a female and a male to continue procreating and none of these animals seem confused about their gender so why, why, why is it happening in the human race and why has it gone it's from being, what's it's that?
2: Like, it's really the United, United States.
0: Because if it's you go to Africa, America. no, yeah. they, they're well, not happening. I happy. think it
2: is, but I not, think it's
1: mostly in the United States, like, like not to the extent of what it is here, you know? That's Maybe it's
2: not in Europe, but, yeah, I feel like, like, but if you go to Africa, there's like yeah. none. Yeah. And why is that?
0: It's social media. It is propaganda. It is media coverage. Um, I mean, listen, it's June. It's Pride Month, right? So it's, it's in every corporation gets, oh, by the way, making sure everybody knows this. You do know there's a social credit score given to corporations, right? That is basically promoted by huge companies like BlackRock, which own a lot of the brands that you're familiar with. They have a social credit score now that they're giving companies. And so if they aren't promoting these things, they're penalized. I mean, it's a whole thing, guys. It's a whole thing I had no idea about until the last month that there is a legit reason why these companies feel obligated to jump into social conversations that perhaps the rest of us wish they'd stay out of.
2: Well, that's why you, you, you sort of wonder, like, when you look at Bud Light, it's like, surely they know, like they, to make that decision, but it is, it's coming from the top. There's like some other agenda that's way bigger than it's, so much it's so much bigger than even just their consumers like they right. care more about this social credit score with these companies that own them right than their yep. consumers that buy their product mm-hmm. that's right that's right and then um but so just so you just,
0: and again bud light we see what we saw what happened with them but we also should mention in the news uh target they uh their shares sink for the ninth straight day market cap needs i mean the market cap shreds over thirteen billion as the backlash continues. Um, target stock on longest losing streak in 23 years, as, as Amy said, downgraded at JP Morgan. And it, again, it's not paying off financially. So what is the payoff then? This social credit score? Why does your social credit score matter more than your bottom line? Help me understand that.
1: Right. Right. So there's
0: something's not computing. Uh, now we'll see if they do an about face or not. We saw that Bud Light disastrously handled everything trying to give their little conservative spiel and like bring it back. And it was, it didn't work. It didn't work.
1: Well, also like- what was it that Paul, um Senator Paul said that he posted or was it on Fox, but it was from Paul. What was yeah. it that we gave $1.3 billion?
2: Yeah. Speaking of
1: the money and the, you know, pushing this. um Well, this
2: was just, what was our it our tax? I haven't read oh, the our article tax? yet. Was it? It's like the U S sent 1.3 billion to China, Russia for gender equality. Wuhan lab research and more analysis finds.
1: I mean, that's so crazy. One
2: of our um Senator, I think it's a senator, he's he wants to accountability for every penny after analysis shows how much money the US has given to Chinese and Russian entities over the past five years. Woo! So there's an article. We'll put it in our substack mm. so you can read more about it. But y'all, this is like not only is our tax money going to Ukraine every other day, <laughs> we're also sending it to Russia for gender equality, apparently, and mm. also to Wuhan lab research and also to China. I mean. And and in
0: Washington D.C., they're voting to raise the debt ceiling again. Republicans, Republicans, and Democrats—they are the shittiest people on earth. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I don't,
2: we got to start over.
0: We, is, didn't, we, we didn't, have we got need. to clean house. We're These idiots. And, and Republicans say we have to like play nice in the sandbox to get things accomplished. No, you don't. Have some principle. Have some morals, some ethics, and values that you stick by, which is we can't keep printing money and going into debt. You are running systematically running this country into the ground. And I'm sorry for calling them the shittiest people, but honestly, where's are your you don't be sorry? Where's your it's freaking over. backbone? I am so sick and tired of the, all these game players, all of them, almost every last one of them, Republican, Democrat, you're all you are you are literally screwing America mm-hmm. right up rear end. Every single day that you show up in Washington, D.C. and pretend that you're doing something important, the most self-important people on earth, you're disgusting. You are disgusting. And I can't vote another one of them in. If they're in office right now, there are very few I will send back. And that includes the crap hole senators in North Carolina, by the way, which I hope every Republican listening to me in the state of North Carolina, and we know we got a lot of listeners here, we need something else. Because these jokers are fools. They are absolute fools. And they are just playing the game. And they're doing it at your expense. It is so sick. It is so sick how financially irresponsible. And let me tell you something. If you didn't pay your bills, you tried to use counterfeit money to pay your bills and to live this life, they would not let you do it. And God knows the IRS is not letting you. Because they're all in your business, by the way, in case yep. you didn't hear this week. What did we learn about the IRS? And they're shitty oh.
1: This was on a post. um, uh, I don't know who posted it, but like the Supreme, the Supreme Court basically ruled. Where was that? Hang on, let me find it.
2: Ruled that they can. um...
1: I can play it if you want me to. I'm gonna play it. Basically, the Supreme Court has ruled unanimously um, that they that the IRS can secretly access your bank records, and not it just if you have tax evasion, but even if somebody you know has tax evasion
3: now legally have their bank accounts accessed by the feds in secret in fact if you really stop for a moment and consider how interconnected the modern world has become well it's not a stretch to say that very likely every single person who's watching this episode right now knows at least one individual who happens to be under investigation by the irs okay right.
1: right. this is court it.
3: has ruled unanimously that it's lawful for the irs to secretly obtain the bank records of third parties when collecting on taxes owed in other words the nation's highest court recognized that the IRS isn't required to notify third parties who aren't under investigation when seeking a summons for banking records thought to be relevant to the tax delinquency of another person. Now, visually, here's what the new rule looks like in practice. Let's say the IRS is investigating a man named Kevin for possible tax evasion, and they have determined that Kevin owes about $5 million in back taxes. Now, if you happen to know Kevin, Kevin happens to be your friend, and therefore, without telling you, the IRS can now access your banking records in order to supposedly investigate Kevin and the problem with this whole scenario becomes quite evident when you consider the fact that Kevin doesn't only know you Kevin has family members he has other friends he has neighbors he has co-workers he has acquaintances he has people and companies he's done business with in the past and so on and so forth Supreme Court has ruled unanimously so that it's law that
2: that's a scary thing yeah. So we need to look at <laughs> well, that more. Ugh, and why would board do that? I'm just like, why would they unanimously do that? Maybe there's something we're missing, but.
0: We need to understand what that's about and why they're, they feel that that should be legal. Um, but also remember all the, what they wanted to add 40,000 plus IRS agents, which, oh, yeah. uh, is frightening. Um, that these are people, listen, it is it, just such an infringement on our personal privacy. And we, we know what was it the bank of america was giving the fbi agents every one of the accounts that they had of people who were making charges in the dc maryland virginia area from january 5th 2021 to january 7th 2021 that's your bank bank of america giving away your private information the fbi when you may have not been doing a single thing wrong how Hmm. does the fbi or the department of justice i mean and look, it goes back to the Bush years with the stupid Patriot Act. That was, again, Republicans, conservatives, they could just basically spy on America in case you're a terrorist.
1: No. Well, if, if y'all been watching the FBI whistleblower hearings, that's a scary thing too. We've shared a few things with that. I mean, the FBI that it's, it's, it's scary. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you to want, I mean, I'm sure there's great. I mean, I know there's good people there, but they're going to track you down for your tax
2: lot, money. i tell people. you what, you know why? Because look at all the money. They look how far we're in debt. Yeah. So they're going to track you down for your tax money and make sure that if you don't have it, they're going to look at your friend's stuff. Meanwhile, how many people are crossing the border every day Yeah. that yeah. are not paying into the system? Nope. No. They're nope. not. They're not. And yet, Here we are. Okay, let's also talk about Biden
0: for a second. Um, (laughs) Let's start with the fact that the Democrats say he is their nominee for the next presidential election. There will be no debate. There will be nothing. And yet we have have got Robert F. Kennedy Jr., somebody that we actually have a great deal of respect for um, Mm -hmm. and, and have followed for years. He's called out corruption at the corporate level, especially when it comes to toxins and things that can affect our health. He's Mm -hmm. considered anti-vax, but what he will uh, what we will say all day long, he is pro informed consent and that the government and the uh, pharmaceutical companies have been in bed together and have made the country sicker. And we don't think he's wrong about that. Um, We got him. We've got Marianne Williamson uh, running and you've got 25 percent of Democrats who say today they would vote for one of those two candidates over Biden. But they're not going to be, there's not going to be a primary. So we know that um, Dawson's Creek filmed right there in y'all's neighborhood, actually. I yes. yes. live right on Dawson's Creek. <laughs> uh, but James Vanderby, who moved his family from California to Texas in the last year or two, didn't make a big to-do over, but I kept seeing it in the headlines. I was like, why are they making a big deal about him moving his family to Texas? I think he he is awake to some things. Um, Because he came out and he said, I cannot believe we are not having a primary when the president, if Biden is to be reelected, he will be the oldest sitting president should he continue to live in the history of America. And he has clear cognitive decline. He won't have a press conference without being told who to call on and what question they're going to ask.
2: Right. And his successor has lower poll ratings than him. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Kamala is doing worse. So if we were to lose him, we get that woman. Oh, I mean listen talk about can't form a sentence neither one of them can form a sentence she she forms too many that make zero sense she's just on repeat (laughs) venn
1: diagram so
0: in in (laughs) over her head so in (laughs) over her head she is she she is not capable sorry she's not she is not no but also the scandals continue with the Biden family, and what we can't understand is why there is no attention on it. But instead, they're still obsessed with Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. I mean, help us, help us understand. You should be, listen. If Donald Trump has done something illegal, we should be talking about it. We should be investigating it. If Joe Biden and his family have done something illegal, we should be talking about it. We should be investigating yeah. it. But Trump was investigated multiple times and deemed innocent of the things that the left accused him of doing. Meanwhile, oh. the, the bikes <laughs> just seem to get a free pass because we know for sure, did you know, and this just came out this week and we encourage you to, to follow drill down with Schweizer. Peter Schweizer is an investigative reporter and when he writes a book, you better believe it is cited. The notations in the book are incredible. Um, but he even said this week that there was evidence that the, F, that the um, IRS, Told what was it, girl, girl Let me make sure I have this right. When it came to the Biden investigation, let me just go back to it so I can read it to you. That that the that the three-letter agencies were absolutely unequivocally involved in protecting the Biden family. Mm-hmm. And why? Where is NBC, ABC, CBS,
2: MSNBC, and CNN on any of this? Does anyone know? Hmm. We don't Crickets. know, but they are definitely reporting today about Donald Trump having a a leaked audio that he actually did have a classified document what I don't know something that he was supposed to turn over maybe and didn't but that's all that's going to be all just that's all
1: over the news but nobody cared news, about yeah. Biden having classified documents in his car in a garage or this
2: pay-to-play bribery scheme that or um, this. they have like right basically subpoenaed the FBI over and they are refusing the mm-hmm. FBI well, has refused to surrender the document and and, and so <laughs> and now they're going to bring
0: up Ray, the head of the FBI, on charges for uh, yeah. basically lying to Congress or it, it, uh, what is the word? What are they trying to co- accuse yeah.
1: their... It says contempt of Congress. Contempt perceived. of
0: Congress because he won't produce a report. Why won't you? And and where is all the media saying, well, why won't you produce exactly. that? If there's nothing to hide, quit hiding stuff. And this is the thing too, that that Schweizer, just to circle back real quick, According to a new whistleblower report made by a 14-year veteran of the IRS, Gary Shapley, or Shapley, I'm not, I'm not sure, at numerous points during the IRS investigation into Hunter Biden, delays were made in service of requests by the Department of Justice. What the legitimate purpose of these requests could have possibly been is uncertain. Why? Why hmm. are you trying to protect Hunter Biden? Why is the Department of Justice trying to protect Hunter Biden? And then again, it, it there's more. Um, it that uh, the the bank. Well, I where I talked about the Bank of America thing, but if you go down to Schweizer's Instagram, just go look at some of the things that. Again, this is whistleblower information. This is stuff that is testimony that is certified. This is not hearsay. Okay, right. um, but it said it said. I'm going to read this. The Oversight Committee finally confirms the findings that Schweizer reported back in 2018 and more still to come. But there's, there, they said there's clearly deep corruption that's running through the Biden family. And it's all coming out. The Durham report certainly showed that the FBI is corrupt, absolutely corrupt. Clintons were involved with that. I mean, it's just so deep and so wide and so pervasive. It's frightening. And yet no one is doing anything. It seems like nothing's going to happen. We're talking
1: about it. Like, yeah, like we're like, oh my God, they've got every time it's like, oh, they've got something. Oh, this is like huge. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Well, same um, today, right before we started recording the 10,000 pictures, photos released from Hunter Biden's laptop. um, I'd be real interested to see how many news stations, mainstream channels are going to talk about this. (laughs) I mean, truly 10,000 pictures from the Hunter Biden laptop, you know, that conspiracy theory that people were talking about um you know
2: yep. it's okay.
1: what's coming from that mm.
2: okay. you not- have to really wrap your head, wrap your mind around like what it means for us if our president is compromised mm-hmm. uh by f- uh, other foreign entities like if decisions that he makes he has to make them because he's indebted to China somebody. Russia somebody but. else he's owned he's clearly owned
0: yeah. but oh. also not even in his right mind and, right. and- in, 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 He's like the perfect puppet, right? Yeah, he is, and they want him to stay. So you ask yourself, why the Democratic Party wants a puppet to stay president?
1: Why, why don't they want debate? Yeah, why, why? don't they want debate?
2: Why? And as a Democrat, <laughs> you should not stand for that. Oh, right. They, they are, are rolling over your will and your wants and what yes. you you know might want in a candidate. They don't care. Right. Yes. What happens, What happens when there's a
1: maybe you like Biden for some reason right now? What happens when it's somebody you absolutely hate, but they make this person stay in because they they want they want to make the decision? That's right. That's well, not okay. It's not okay. And just last month,
0: the House panel that's investigating the Biden family, they've already found over $10 million in payments from foreign sources, going to more than 20 LLCs that this family has formed.
1: You guys. And they're running, trying to hide it, And our government is involved in helping them hide helping it. Them. That's and that's <laughs> so
0: ask yourself why ask mm. yourself why and why why did we go to war why why are we involved in ukraine and russia are we in ukraine there's I mean, some- that, when the yeah. money trails to these oh you guys you
1: guys come on come on there's you, you something, start something asking important. questions if you're not yep. and start trying to uh, really we did, think oh, about it y'all are right right that's right well <laughs> if only everybody else would use their freaking brain
0: yeah, but just go follow this, follow Schweizer and follow these people who are actually reporting on this. And please share it with your Democrat friends uh, and family members who tell them,
2: push push for a primary, come on. We I mean, got it. I can understand not having a primary if you had a candidate out there who had like 90% approval rating. Okay, yeah, yeah. there's no reason to sit there and go th- spend money on all those debates when like your entire base wants one person, but nobody- Nobody has- wants- are so low you have to let people come into debate Mm -hmm. drop down into the 30 percent right and
0: and it's it's concerning and and also i think just the cognitive decline which again that makes him an easy puppet but the cognitive decline to me is is concerning i would feel that way regardless of whether he agreed with his policies or not i'm just it is, it is very concerning. And remember, I mean, they gave Reagan hardest time and he ended up having Alzheimer's. And then there was a whole question about whether he actually could have had it while he was in office. And it was such a big to-do, you know? Why? Come on, let's apply the same standard here then, right? right. It's oh. just, it's mm-hmm. really, it's concerning. Um, switching gears here for a minute, uh, we, we have to talk about co- COVID uh, because that's what we do on this show. Three <laughs> years in, we're still talking about this stupid virus. Um, Kristen, fill us in on the latest findings and why we think our audience needs to be prepared for more propaganda.
1: Well, there's a um, Coffee and COVID that we love, Jeff Childers. Um, if y'all are not subscribed to his uh, Substack, please do. it. I mean, literally, it's the best information um, out there. And we love his humor. But he had a great, um, uh, whatever, Substack the other day and I want to, we just want to get ahead of the narrative here, okay? There were two studies that came out in one week, and one of the studies was um, about the, well, first of all, let's talk about this, the cancer. Possible cancer-causing capacity of COVID-19 is SARS-CoV-2 an oncogenic agent. Oncogenic is cancer-causing, okay? So basically, in this whole whole um, study or article, they are showing that the virus and proteins and or proteins, okay? So remember the protein, spike protein, which is how they created the vaccine. The vaccine is basically a tsunami of spike protein going into your body, but they're focusing on the virus.
2: But they don't say spike protein, they just say protein because if they said spike.
1: Right, right. We can't call attention to that. Mm -hmm. So they are basically saying, it's basically linked to turbo cancer. I just want y'all to just take a moment and pause and think of how many people in the past couple of years, how many people since the vaccine has come out. How many people do you know that have gotten cancer, died from cancer, how many celebrities, how many that you've seen this like it's like suddenly or recurrence. Just think about that, okay? And they even said like you know the 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 argument could be oh, well they didn't get the the treatment that they needed because they were scared to go get, you know, go get the treatment, go to the doctor. It was delayed and stuff. But, but there's a guy called Ethical Skeptic. That's another substack, And he's been following the trends the whole time. And basically it's only certain cancers. And that's what this virus and proteins are causing. So it's not cancer across the board. So you can't really use that argument. But interestingly, another study that came out around the same time is German, um, let's see, estimate, it's called Estimation of Excess Mortality in Germany during 2020 and 2022 a peer-reviewed article, what's interesting is the researchers were surprised to find no excess death in 2020. That was the most intense year of the pandemic, but to find 100,000, probably more, extra people unexpectedly died in 2021 and 2022. Here's what's interesting, and I mean, I love this. This is actually directly from the article. It says, given the, wait, I'm sorry, this, One of the conclusions, it says these findings indicate that something must have happened in spring 2021 that led to a sudden and sustained increase in mortality. I wonder what that was, y'all. Something.
2: Experts are baffled.
1: And then another part part of this says, given the temporal relationship between the increase in vaccinations and increased mortality, it seems surprising that a respective safety signal, signal has not been something determined. Whatever. I can't remember. I can't read what that said. But it says during periods where many persons were vaccinated, excess mortality seems to have increased more strongly compared to the same periods in the previous pandemic year. So I wanted to point these out and I'm, this is why he pointed it out, too, because you have to understand this is the next narrative they are going to try to push. They are going to try to say, this is all long haul COVID. This is all from the virus, but it's not, it's not. I am not denying that any people who got the virus, you, there are long haul COVID symptoms. Okay. I know a lot of people who've had it that did not get vaccinated. Okay. So it is there, but it's the dose is the poison. So the more you get, the more issues you, you can have, I'm not saying you absolutely will, but they cannot conclude that this is just from the vaccine. This is from wherever you got the spike from. That's where it's going to be. So just be aware.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Be, be aware. Um, well that I think that too, it just goes back to, and if, if we do nothing else as a podcast, if we just help people to just think through these headlines and through these things and to ask yourself, Where's the actual evidence? Because remember, these medical journals are now owned by pharmaceutical companies, many of them. So a lot of these studies, it's who's funding the study or the results they're going to get. Kristen, you pointed out something good this week where the study, remember this, you posted it on social, where you're talking about the study, there was a, a study that was done and the study acknowledged they didn't get the fi- findings they hoped for. Fluoride, that was about the fluoride. Share so so sure, that.
1: Hear that. So the researchers, the title, this is from the Children's Health Defense, another great um, organization with RFK Jr. Um, And it said researchers hid data showing fluoride lowers kids' IQs. So the issue is a team of pro-fluoride researchers led by California's dental director intentionally omitted data from a study seeking to undermine the forthcoming National Toxicology Program Report linking fluoride exposure to neurodevelopmental damage in children. So I wanted to write, read where it said that they said that uh, they they basically found the exact cor- the correlation between lower IQ and neurodevelopmental issues, but they wanted to admit the data because it wasn't what they wanted to find. Okay, like my, I said, the results were the opposite. They said the results were opposite of what we hoped for. So I said so naturally. The trusted experts omitted the data showing what they actually found, and they've been trying to hide this. There's a great interview, and I'm going to put a whole fluoride substack together to tie along to tag along with um, Dr. Marks. Our pod- podcast with him, Ask the Dentist, because there was a great interview with Derek Bros. We actually heard him at the Next Step Conference. Um, Next Steps Conference. But he talked all about fluoride and the deception and the the lawsuit that has been against the EPA and that um, who Rachel Levine what is her, what is she with us something uh, with the health the
2: health secretary
1: <laughs> health secretary health something and, health and human services so she um she actually intervened and said let's hold off and wait. So it's been they've known about this for a couple of years, but they kept saying, oh, well, let's get a little bit more information. They wanted the government to do a little bit more information. Well, nothing happened. So they had to submit a FOIA request to get the information that they needed. They have it. And now it's finally coming out. And people ask, well, why would they hide that? You know, it's in our water office. That's exactly why. Because they would have to admit that for, this all is, these years. for all these years <laughs> that they have known. And they know that it's in our water and they will have to go and change it all, which they should.
2: And the public will absolutely lose their minds. And they should. should. Well,
0: with all the uh, learning challenges in children now, and we know that it has a cognitive um, consequence, right? That fluoride levels have a cognitive consequence. That We we now know that to be true. Am I wrong?
1: Mm -mm. Oh, no, you're not. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that, that, that study is, is, is study after study, I think actually has ended up showing it and it's just been suppressed. And we just think, oh, fluoride, we need to have it, We put it in everything, put it in our water, put it in our toothpaste. It's not good. It's not mm-hmm. good. And, and, and as Dr. Mark talked about, we kind of explained the history there. They needed to sell that fluoride. They needed to sell the fluoride and, you know, anyway. It's, money. It's,
1: follow the money.
0: Follow the money trail. Uh, filter your water. It's something mm-hmm. that everybody can do filter your drinking water as much as possible. That's one thing. And you don't have to have fluoride toothpaste. So there you go. Um, yeah, but I just, again, it's it's astounding. The greatest gift though of the pandemic, quote, pandemic, is that it has woken us three up oh, yeah. and millions others about just how the, our country works. And yeah. we have rose-colored glasses on most of us thinking that democracy wins. And we had no clue they've been pulling the wool over our eyes for years. And it doesn't make you a conspiracy theorist think that because many of us aren't naturally conspiracy theorists. I'm a natural skeptic, but I wouldn't say I'm coming up with theories all the time about why things are. Right. crazy though how many quote conspiracy theories have been proven true. And one of them that we I've been sharing more about on our social media is Childhood Vaccine Program. This is something that we three did know, some, I, I knew quite a bit about before we started the podcast, but now I'm blown away at how deep and far and wide it's run. And I think the blessing of the last few years is if you were a COVID vaccine skeptic, if you thought long and hard enough, you started going, well, okay, what about these other ones? How do they work? Why why are we doing that? And why do we feel that we need to give a baby a hep B shot on day one when you can test the mom easily and know if she's positive? Like, what is that about? Mm. And the more you know the history and how things got passed, the more you will want to vomit Mm, and you will want to keep your children out of a pediatrician's office for a well visit. And yes, that's safe. And for (laughs) those of you, those of you who are like, doctors have taken oath to do no harm. Please understand half these doctors don't know.
2: They don't when know. You they don't.
0: Ask them questions about what they learned about vaccines in medical school. It's scary that I know more than they do. It mm-hmm. is frightening that you spent that much on an education, and I can, I could read. Literally, just read. Mm-hmm. Do your own research. Just read. You yes. can find it. And they don't know. And the number of of pediatricians and doctors who are now coming out. You got Pierre Corey.
2: Yes. Now. Mm-hmm
0: coming out you know he was the he's a democrat by the way he he yes. helped fund stacy abrams um campaign in atlanta so please know when we talk about dr corey we are not talking about a right wing Uh uh-uh. he has woken but, up
1: we heard him at the next step conference too i loved him right, he has woken oh, up
0: and he is like what are we doing and uh dr peter mccullough went from saying he would still give flu shots When we were interviewing him to now saying no way and also now he's publishing data on childhood vaccines and saying whoa 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 there's no science for some of this stuff y'all and do you know by the way parents they've never tested not one study to show if giving multiple multiple vaccines at once is good for your child they've never studied the risks and yet we pile our kids in there and the doctor goes here's their four shots or their five shots and we just blindly trust that that's okay yep. it is frightening how the system has just programmed us to comply and i'm done i'm gonna tell y'all right now i'm done with all kind of compliance i am yeah. so <laughs> with all of it because i now know that like it is too easy to follow you have to be critically thinking all the time exactly. to not get swept up and yep. hey and that goes for the right too. Some of y'all got some crap coming out of your mouths that I am like, please, for the love, shut up and stop talking. Because, and I'm all for free speech, but some of y'all sound crazy. And I don't. I get that some things sound. I am just saying. Sometimes when I see it, I am like, and y'all come and comment on our page. Like for example, we talked about our unisex t-shirts, and you said yeah. we've gone look. <laughs> you know what? Do you know Where what? A Person that's never listened to our podcast. I mean. Hello. Unisex has been around since the fifties. Okay. just it, it means either gender can wear it. It's a t-shirt, but when y'all <laughs> come at me with that stuff, I just want to go. You're the problem too. Okay. I was raised on the right and I'm gonna tell you the rights as much of a problem as the left in so many ways, Absolutely, in so many ways. Stop mm, it. Don't get so up in stuff that you are just going like, it's just too easy to go too far. Can yes. we, can I say that? It's just too easy to go too far. I'm saying whatever your opinions are, base it on some amount of evidence or whatever yeah. your speculations are, base it on some amount of evidence and like do some Not facts
1: emotions and in, yes. in group things. Yes. Like F- just it. take a step back, take a breath, take a breath and Please. just look at all sides, you know, just, uh, just use discernment. Please. You, know, you have to like, just, I mean, you have to just don't think. don't
2: stereotype and just lump, a whole group into like, okay, just to, as we're in, yeah, let's
1: end it on this yeah,
2: one, because we'll on right. I really liked what this guy said. His name is Grand Ole Evan, O-L-E-Evan, Grand Ole Evan on Instagram. And he is also a uh, gay man and he's also a conservative, but <clears throat> he said pride has gotten out of hand. So has the conservative backlash against pride. Both are exhausting. And we are seeing that personally, as you know, obviously we don't agree with the whole pride for kids thing, but it's, Starting to go to where, here, how he said (laughs) it. Pride started out as a fight for equal legal rights, to be unashamed, even proud of something that was largely taboo in society. That was necessary. Pride has now grown into a narcissistic celebration of sexual orientation as though being gay is an achievement. This current conservative backlash against the LGBT community started as a backlash against the push to expose children to sexuality and gender identity. That was necessary. The backlash has now grown into a hateful, unproductive storm of anger against all things gay. I'm embarrassed as a gay man of what pride has become, and I'm embarrassed as a Republican of what started as a fight to protect the innocence of children has become. Pull back, both of you. None of this will age well. And he says, this is all just exhausting. Why is it so hard to keep the pendulum from swinging so far to the extreme? Both sides of the fight need to pull back because none of this extremism will age well. Amen. Amen.
0: That's, that's it. Thank you. That's exactly that was much better said than the way I'm trying to say it. Because <laughs> I am now emotional and angry about it. Because when I do see things from the right, when I do see or people who I think are on the right, I don't know, you know, they're strangers to me on the internet. But when you sound hateful, it's just like you have just already disqualified yourselves to me. Um, because there's a human behind all of this you know and, and 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 as someone who has uh, people in my life that are gay and i know their stories and i know their struggles like it it, it it's i'll i'll fight for them to my death cuz i love them so much and i and i have great empathy and compassion for their struggle i really do um but i think that it all goes back to regardless of what you believe what your 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 faith is, what your what your morals, values, uh, ethics, and your ideologies are. It doesn't ever give us permission, especially Christians. I will call this out for Christians. We are called to kindness and love and compassion, and also telling the truth. So I'm not saying you got to sugarcoat anything that you believe. What I'm saying is, being hateful online to other people is never going to be okay for me. We're going to a
2: target store and throwing clothes all over it, like we're going to accost a a, you know, an employee there, like in their face, you know, like come on. I mean come on, you're better than this. Let's not do that. And
0: and that's why I'm saying on every side, when you start going to extremes, it's just scary. It's scary. You don't want to be that. I'm sure we're called extreme, but anyone who sits down with us knows that we're very, we're very temperate in so many things. And we understand that for freedom to actually work, there has to be freedoms you don't always agree with, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it, it's just the way it is. And so uh, anyway, we're glad you guys tuned in. We hope that what you'll do is take, go subscribe to our Substack. Kristen is incredible at putting this together every week with all of our sources. But guys, we want you to go read for yourself. Don't just regurgitate what we say. Read it, look at it, and hey, if you see something we missed, or you're like, "Hey, girls, I think you need to look at it from this angle," we want to know because we yeah. don't want to get it wrong. We really want to know what's true. So go subscribe to our our Substack.
2: Um, you can find a for the tank top for yes. the summer. Yes, we have a new tank top uh, with a new slogan.
1: Not here yet. We would have it on right now.
2: I know. It should be here any day. We ordered ours already. But um, lots of really good colors that they knew is on the front and on the back (laughs) is all those three-letter agencies, Mm -hmm. and including Fauci, (laughs) that knew (laughs) all these things um, that we've been talking about for two or three years. Mm -hmm. So if you need a a silent advocate advocate (laughs) shirt for the summer, (laughs) go grab one. Shopify store. That's
0: right. That's exactly right. And I I will say, we love when you guys send us pictures or tag us in your Instagrams. Mm -hmm. And you're wearing. Shout out to my sister Anna wearing our Just Think hat when she was on vacation. I was like one of my favorite pictures. You know, whenever you're wearing our stuff, tag us um, and and we'll throw it in our stories too. But it's a great conversation starter. You know, when I know when I wear mine, people ask me uh, sometimes about like you know what's Just Think. Mm-hmm. So um, we it's great marketing for us. But I think more importantly, it's really to say, hey, it's. It, I think it's time that the world has taught us, and uh, James Vanderbeek kind of says this you know, the last three years have taught us that we need to be thinking, we need to be asking questions and we need to have open debate because the people in charge have not gotten it right.
1: No, no. No.
0: Anyway. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.